Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 6 p.m. and a warm 77 degrees on oh this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 77 on this fine Tuesday, March 19th here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu as well as any of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host Brody Dryden here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good evening, Wildcats. We're finally sort of Coming back to normal, this isn't Brody and Eric's at night episode. If you caught that, we'll be oh. a little bit more on the rails, so to speak. Hopefully. I don't have uh, bronchitis anymore, as we found out. Good news, it wasn't stage three lung cancer. <laughs> so that's a plus. Thank God. And so we're all on the up and up. Just a little bit of a hoarse voice. Um <laughs> Probably from the massive cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, we're here. We can't wait to dive right into some sports. No, we cannot uh, wait at all. And we have a uh, special guest here in the booth, Callie Lentz. Um, Callie, well, why don't you introduce yourself? She, uh, our sponsor of today's some we, we are not getting paid i like yeah. that but i i just to make us sound <laughs> but official we will be there we will we will be there we are endorsing this yes. um this uh, event callie uh why don't you give us the spiel all right so i'm here with bear down music festival it is going to be hosted by wildcat events board so this friday at 6 p.m we are having lewis the child come and he's going to perform for you guys for free we've got a lot of questions about is he actually going to be here is it actually free and yes it is completely free so we hope to see you guys there and maybe you'll run into eric and brody or even myself but thanks for having me. And where will this lovely event be taking place, Callie? This event will be taking place on the UA Mall. So just come on down and you'll see a huge crowd. And, you know, we'll have uh, some openers and everything. So you're telling me it's a free event, good people, good music, and I don't have to Uber anywhere? That is exactly <laughs> what I'm saying, Eric Wong. So you should come on down. I have to get my, my caboose down <laughs> yeah. to this festival. <laughs> Well, th- thank you very much, yes, Callie. Thank you guys so much for having me. Well, a- anytime, Callie. Anytime at all. Um, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Lewis the Child. I um, I've heard some of their music, and it is great music. Are you a f- are you more of a fan of Lewis or the Child? I- I'd have to go with Lewis because it would be a little weird if oh, I said uh, I was a fan uh, of the uh, Child. I was a, I was a, I like the Child. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, <laughs> to go on with uh, our show here. Are you sure this um, isn't the <laughs> at night? Yeah. The, Late night. (laughs) Uh, But uh, our call-in question of the day, folks. Um, Remember, our phone number here at Camp Student Radio is 520-621-5806. Our call-in question is, you know, since March Madness is um, about to start, the brackets have come out. Uh, Eric and I will be going over our bracket momentarily on this show. We want to know, who is your Cinderella pick for this year's bracket? Who's a, who's a team uh, very underrated or that will just come out of nowhere and uh, make it far in the NCAA tournament this year? We want to uh, hear from you, so call in at 520-621-5806, and we'll uh, put you on the air, have a, a quick conversation. Also, if you just want to call in and talk about any of the uh, stuff we uh, discussed today, uh, feel free, but the first um, topic of today. Uh, since our last show, Eric, Arizona uh, Wildcats basketball program, their their season has come to a close. The, the nightmare is over. <laughs> I honestly kind of feel like I, I sound like a little bit like Sean Miller. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like he's yeah. always hoarse. Yeah. Well, you know, Brian, we just couldn't be down. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of credit to our opponents tonight. God, you got to give it up to Dana. He's such a fantastic <laughs> coach. Mark Few, man, I wish I could coach like him. He's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jimmy V, uh, wherever you are, I miss you. Bill Walton is my hero. But anyways, Sean Miller's a trash coach. Um, wow. I just went on a little bit of a tangent there. I don't even know where I went. But USC taking down the Wildcats in not so close of a game. And I know we were talking. You were there, Brody. I was. Oh, we first time we lost to USC. We didn't have Chase Jeter. We were reeling. You know, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be in neutral court. Yeah. And don't we look like some some gosh darn fools? We we really do, Eric. I I I was sold. I mean, that, it, it makes sense. You, you drove know? in the night <laughs> for nine hours to see Arizona get the schlong from USC. I felt so bad for you. you know, I was sitting in our history and traditions class, <laughs> listening to some boring speaker, checking the score, and I was like. I feel so bad for Brody Dryden. You know, um, I I felt bad for myself too, and I and I hope the Arizona basketball team feels bad for me as well because uh, that that if there's one word I can give the game that they played against USC, it would be uh, tragedy because oh, I I just I I built the suspense. We were we were live on camp.arizona.edu and fifteen seventy a.m. Uh, Robbie Leonio and I. Uh, up in Vegas when they played, and I, I was just I, w- I was on color commentary that game. I was just hyping them up. I was like Arizona. They were not a full complete team the last time they played USC. That wasn't their true selves. But it, it, the they weather may was as well. little, the weather was a little cold outside. They weren't in full strength, so to speak. Ex- exactly. So I I just feel like I, I don't know. It, USC was in great form. Benny Boatwright. Oh, he was having that, himself that guy's, a day. Yeah, he was having himself a, a field day out People there. People were saying, now this was some speculation, yeah. that uh, he uh, really helped his draft stock. Oh, yeah. That's what I literally what was going through my head during that game. Benny Boatwright can be a solid NBA player. I don't know about superstar or yeah. anything. He, I'd say he does have that potential, to be honest. He's a big body. He scored uh, 22 points, went 8 for 18. Ryan Luther uh, got, even though he was the leader uh, for points for the U of A, he was kind of you know one of the few offensive highlights with 16 points, went 7 for 11. He was guarding Benny Boatwright. And I'd Getting say that work. Yeah, Luther's defense was the primary reason that Benny Boatwright Boatwright went off because when Ira Lee was covering him, yeah. uh, Boatwright got like tra- you know that eight for eighteen isn't a great field goal percentage, uh, you know, so to speak. So yeah. uh, when it went down, it was because Ira Lee's defense. So. Ryan Luther, like, oh, excuse me, <laughs> like, what are they selling? <laughs> <laughs> you got any chocolate? chocolate. Um, Ryan Luther single-handedly perpetuated the stereotype. Of well, like slow white guys on the basketball court. Yeah, like he set back uh, <laughs> white people uh, street cred <laughs> on the on the street like pickup games uh-huh. for so long. Like yeah. the man literally could have had cement in his shoes. <laughs> like it was awful. Yeah, no, it it, 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 it he, he really. Uh, like like Stephen Hawking, God rest oh my his soul, could have been moving the wheelchair faster and kept up. Like, oh. That's not no, that's like a compliment to him. Like Ryan Luther was was playing awful. <laughs> Do you have anything that. else to say? For I, because I don't, I, I I kind of don't like that you just handed that to me <laughs> to to now talk about because I I have nothing to speak on what you just said. Uh, he could have calculated an equation to like the angle to get to the defensive spot better than Ryan Luther. There, okay. there's your transition. Okay. There, there, there's my Something transition. Something to work with. Yeah, anyways, Arizona um, not making uh, the NCAA tournament now uh, after last year. They were in it. And I, I just uh, – That's just, so crazy going from, what, a two seed? 
Yeah, to, a two seed to, to, out. to out because, you know, I, I, I just remember the good old days. Arizona made it, what was it, like 35 years in a row or something like that? That It wasn't 35. It was it like, was, it was like it, the second longest streak. Yeah, though, yeah, the second longest streak in NCAA history that they made it um, to the NCAA tournament consecutive years. And I don't know, I think Miller had built up a little bit of momentum there and now losing it. I know with all the drama and stuff, there's an excuse there, but... Uh, man, it stinks. They uh, finished seventeen and fifteen on the year, so still almost a, even. My yeah, hot take from Edward Wong, very respectable U of A fan. Yeah, he said we were just lucky to be playing and get over five hundred. Jeez, and I quote Edward Wong: uh-huh. "The Cats look like the dog shit." Oh, <laughs> like, you you can't say that was, on air. Wait, it's a quote though. Doesn't that make that, it that literally? You cannot say that on the radio. <laughs> but My if goodness. it's a quote, doesn't it doesn't it make it okay? I don't think it does at all. We'll have to check the SEC rules on that. Yeah. Well, um, I'd like to apologize for the the past five minutes of Eric Wong. <laughs> I think that's fine. Of um, all the comments that he's uh, said, so I'm sorry to the. But I thought if it was in a fe- quote, Federal Communications Commission, no. I don't. I don't think that disqualifies it because I. I quote. <laughs> I wanna, uh, uh, we're we're lucky. This is a radio show. Um, anyways, uh, is there anything else to say for Arizona basketball this year? We 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 yeah. bring it up every show, and it's just it's just given us crippling depression. <laughs> it really has. Uh, week in and week out. I will say. Um, you know, we got to keep the optimism. Nico Mannion, Josh Green. Yeah. Um. 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 A Amika, oh, I'm trying to actually learn his name. Yeah, not just not just, yeah, yeah. You should. Start I think it's like that. Amika Ogbu, right? Something like that. That's actually like close. Yeah. Um, but like, still the number one recruiting class in the nation. Mm-hmm. Keep your head up, Wildcats. And I think this is something really that um, will be good for Miller. Is he's always been good at recruiting big men, right? Aaron Gordon. Um, Christian Coloco. Christian Coloco is not close. <laughs> but Aaron Gordon was a big man. Um, Chase Jeter, big man. Uh, that what Ryan Luther, um, DeAndre, and that one guy for who's like Lowry Markinen. Lowry Markinen, but I can't remember his name. Uh, he wasn't like that athletic, but was really good at getting position. Um, was like bald at a weird looking face. Dusan Ristich. Okay, him too. But anyways, <laughs> he's always been good at getting big men, right? Uh-huh. But who's his best guard been? T.J. McConnell. Probably. So I think it's interesting to see now the highlights of this recruiting class aren't a big man. Mm-hmm. It's two top ten guards. Yeah. So to see if Miller can finally get become a respectable coach, because he was a very good point guard. Mm-hmm. Can he coach a very good point guard? So I think that remains to be seen. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully it turns out better than um, any of the previous <laughs> uh, seasons we've seen. Because, you know, he still had – I feel like DeAndre Eaton, when DeAndre Eaton came in, did was that cl- the top recruiting class? With get, I think we get, were like second. I think in some, talk- something up there. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what yeah. uh, that has in store. But um, you know, the Pac-12, uh, everyone's like celebrating like it was lucky that Pac- the Pac-12 got three teams in yeah. uh, the tournament, being uh, Oregon, uh, Washington, and Arizona State. Now, does that count right as in like a playing game, or does it only count unless you win? That's the hard thing because it's like they are they're better than most of the teams in the uh, field of sixty four. Yeah, like who? How do they decide that? It was confusing to me. Yeah, it, I I have 
I would be in favor of them making the 12 seed. Yeah. Or like every 12 seed a play-in game yeah. and not, you know, team like, you know, I hate to say it because it's ASU, but ASU kind of earned their way they did, they in, did. into like the, the field of um, 64 and play an actual um, tournament game. So, I agree. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be playing Dayton tonight, uh, actually. So we'll, we'll see if they – um, and they played a play-in last year, too. And yeah. for the second year in a row, the Sun Devils, we'll see if they uh, make it in. That's kind of the storyline, though, because if ASU wins, mm-hmm. then Bobby Hurley plays yeah. Buffalo. And for those of you who don't know, that was his old team. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like when Sean Miller, like the second year he was here, we had to play Xavier. Exactly. The- and, yeah, and also, the, I mean, it doesn't mean that much to the people playing, but, like, Buffalo beat Arizona last year yeah. as well. So that's kind of like a little story there. Also, um, to transition into just a little bit of uh, March Madness talk, some more drama that people think it was, it was kind of set up in the bracket was Minnesota versus Louisville because mm. um, Rick Pitino, obviously, um, in all the scandals and whatever, was either fired or forced to resign, and he's no longer the coach at Louisville. His, his son, Rich Pitino, is the coach at Minnesota. Yeah. So they pinned Minnesota against Louisville exactly. in the first round. That's going to be some... Some tea. And some, don't yeah. you think for a second uh-huh. that the NCAA doesn't know what they're doing. Exactly. They know how to get the ratings the, in there. No. They might not be able to pay players, but they know how to get some TV ratings. Exactly. Uh, so I, but I, I'm a fan of it. Like no, that, yeah. That's going to be... Like, I'm going to tune into that game. Exactly. It's going to be um, an entertaining game. But anyways, we'll get into the rest of um, March Madness uh, you know, yet uh, or still to come in the in the show. But other than that, Eric, you know what time it is. Oh, baby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. You know that sound. That means it's time for Brody and Eric's fantastic food review with our special guest, Callie Lenz. So, our uh, so what we're reviewing today? Wait, Callie, can you stay, or were you on your way out of here? I can stay. I just thought that Eric was telling me to leave. No, oh, Eric. I know. I was. I, how does how does this motion <laughs> mean leave? All right, That's my all right. bad. I am. All right, Callie, yeah. you can pull up a chair if you want. I, I feel You're bad. You're not have to take a knee on. Uh, yeah, this isn't the national <laughs> anthem is not playing, uh, Callie. Uh, but anyways, reviewing the food we were reviewing today on uh, Brody and Eric's fantastic food review is the Mango Tango Chicken Melt, yes. uh, fresh off the the frying pan of uh, the Den Grill up, um, the Den by Denny's Grill up um, at the Park Student Union here at the University of Arizona. Uh, it's kind of a special thing. We walked up and it seemed like the manager, whoever that was, she said was like, it up. "Yeah, she was like, you guys need to get this special thing." Mm-hmm. So we're like, "All right, we, we got it. This is." A, you know, it's called the Mango Tango Chicken Melt, and I don't know about you, Eric, but just or and Callie, but just off hearing Mango Tango Chicken Melt, I didn't imagine a breakfasty thing. Yeah, and, and that's the the aroma that this gives off is definitely breakfasty. Callie had a great description. It's given some chicken and waffles vibes yeah. over here. Okay, yeah. And she and she pointed out, and I didn't even realize there was a, a what did you say? Mango habanero sauce. They said so. Okay. It's gonna be have a little kick to it. Yeah, okay. and, I, and I, I finessed. I did the birthday cake trick. I like. Got a little little taste. It's got some. It's got some kick to it. All right, some kick. All <laughs> right, so hold on, bro. I want to give. As we know, Brody's more of the 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 regular, the the, the average man. Yes, I'll I, take the average. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm like more of the foods now. But I did notice this, and I want to check. 
Did they just flip? They just they did. They flipped the bun. This wow. isn't like a special bun. They just flipped it upside down. Wow! I did not even. That would have gone right under my <laughs> over my head because. Hey, nothing it, gets by Eric Wong it, when yeah, it comes to food. Yeah, no, it's just a, it's a hamburger bun like. Gr- Toasted panini or grilled, pressed. panini pressed, and then flipped upside down to make it not look like a hamburger bun. But hey, you got to respect it, the, the creativity. Yeah, number one in innovation, my butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that doesn't mean it'll be bad tasting. Callie um, is our guest. Why don't you take um, the slice right there? First off, initial impressions. What do what do you what do you vibe in? Um, it's given some really good looks. It looks pretty aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's going to be pretty sweet, as you said, and I don't know, I'm just excited to dig in. Yeah, yeah we'll go right, for it. Take, take a bite, and I'll, I'll take a bite as well from the other half. First impressions, Callie, right off the bat, spit it out. You guys should definitely get this. Mm. Very good. I'm finishing this. <laughs> also, Eric, you, I'm going to call you out on air. You need to start buying some of the food we reviewed. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I noticed that. Brody yeah. pulled out his card and well, Eric like, the meal I'm excited to eat this. <laughs> Yo, this is bomb. This is good. I will start doing that, though. I am I am not being a good co-host. <laughs> you bought the dinner date food and I have not put out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. This is delicious. I'm going to be chowing on this for the rest of the show, Eric. I'd like to apologize to our listeners if you hear something. <laughs> hey, that's some good ASMR right yeah, there. Yeah, some munching ASMR. And that it's a perfect kick, though. Yeah, not because too it's hot. like yeah, it's not too hot, but it's Very definitely subtle. yeah, it's it's definitely there. Maybe nice because yes, I agree. Maybe because it's Tuesday, but this would be a great wing sauce. I agree. I love habanero in anything. Yeah. So I was a fan from the start. And there's also bacon. Yeah, that kind of sets it off. You, too. you can't go wrong with like throw, throwing that on there, man. All right, uh, ratings. This is a ten. See, this is a ten. Because what else did I give a 10? I gave the Sunday a 10? I think so. That See, Callie, I don't... We're going to be reviewing... This is like the start. We just kind of started reviewing a, a few episodes ago. And okay. I you know, I feel like when you give a 10, it's like you can't go above that. It's got to be the best. I feel like a 10 it's would like, be like a steak from Flemings or something. Yeah, something like that. Something like crazy So is the thing. scale just within food exactly. and the union? That's why okay. I'm saying... Cause like, you know, but I'm, it, the, I'm saying the scale shouldn't be just the student union. Well, that's so unbiased. Cause I'm going to take a picture. The only food we're ever going to review... Okay. It's going to be from the union, right? So in comparison... Like, I mean, I don't know. We might get some stuff from university. I or feel like, like we just have to make that clear once we're starting. Because, yeah, if you say a 10 and then there's some gourmet chef... Yes. But, like, either way, even if it was meal. just within, like, the uh, U of A, like, there's... It's like you can't give a 10 because nothing can be better than this. And, well, I, I, and I think no matter what, if we... I, if we're reviewing like jailhouse food and they plop this on our plate and this tastes That's so good 20 I would, I would still not give this a 10 because oh. it's like you still gotta you, you're, a, you're a fool because no you've got to give you're room a gosh darn fool. you've got to give room for you know something that could so, be better than it's like it's like figure skating when the, the, somebody does a trick that you've never seen before in figure skating you give it a nine point like seven or something which is better than the nine point fives that you gave before and it's noticeably better with the 9.7, but you still got to give room because somebody might come out and do an even better new trick. All I'm saying is because, like, we always define this segment as food from the union, my bar is going to be, like, I have, like, food you know, around we, have, we, have, we are cultured, traveled men. We have had good food <laughs> in different countries. Like, I've had sushi in Japan. We've had Quiznos in Blythe. We know the, <laughs> we know the highest end that food can get. Yeah, you And are, so you when true. you set the standard... 
that we're doing union food, my bar will be as good as union food can get. I don't with the price. This was like five fifty for a full sandwich. A full one of these would set you up. It's got the protein. It's got the bacon. It's got the carbs. It's got the flavor. I want to. I want another one. I would. I would eat one. Like I want to get one tomorrow morning. You like straight up. Like, I would eat like three. So how can this not be as good as it gets? Like the ice cream was as good as it gets for its dessert category. This price, value, flavor, full factor, like how it'll make me feel. It's a ten. And that's and that's the news. <laughs> um, Callie, why don't you go next? And All we right. can use decimals if you want. Okay, um, I'm gonna say, I don't know, because I do feel like we should go by a scale where you recognize everything else other than like outside of the union. Because um, I wouldn't give a fried chicken sandwich a ten probably in any category. Um, so I would have to say, let's give it an eight point two. Professional score right there. So that's from a, so just to clarify though, that's you giving the score. We need to get on the when same I'm, scale I, though. That's, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's okay. Then let's do that. But my, I mean, because I'm thinking. So if what I'm would your union this, food score be? Because you said union that. food. Okay. Well, as a employee at Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Quick plug. Double plug. Double plug. <laughs> Where I eat a egg sandwich almost every single day. Um, I would definitely have to say that this is above that. Okay. Um, so I just plugged Einstein's, but now I'm trash on Einstein's. <laughs> um, come and visit me. Um, <laughs> I would have to they say. They can't see your face. This is a radio show. They don't know what you look like. Somebody will hear your voice and yeah. say, oh, are you on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show? Well, I work on Saturdays at the Star. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Just Union Food. It's definitely up there. Let's give it a, let's give it a 9.3 for Sweet. Union okay. Food. Okay. See, that that you know, those are both professional scores because you know you unprofessional. No, it's, <laughs> uh, a, it's a ten. I, uh, <laughs> hey, we are in a professional college. A, a ten is just like <laughs> professional business fraternity. A, a ten is just like not even like fathomable. I'm I'm giving this sandwich. It's it's beautiful. I'm giving it an eight point nine. Off a of union food. Off of my scale. Which is what? <laughs> it, it's what, what? It's what? It's food. But like at least food. What, what I think? What I'm rating it in terms of food. But like at least Cali differentiated between union food and re- real life food. Yeah. Well, well, I guess real life food then, and that's all my. That, well, that's my only scale. Well, if real life food, this thing gets a soft like seven or a six point nine. <laughs> this thing gets a six point nine in real life. Okay, there we go. But on union, there, that, that's a real that's a real score. But on union, like, are you telling me, like like this is garbage? Like, I think it's just okay. Awful. So I think that the overall consensus is that compared to everything else, this is it's 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 you know doing it. But compared to everything else in the union, it's definitely up there. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, higher rated on the union scale, lower rated on the real yeah. life scale. Yeah. Like if you're a freshman and don't have a car to go get actual like. Food, come to the den and get that. <laughs> or if you don't yeah. have money for Postmates, yeah, just walk on over Not, the union. Just walk on That's over the true, union. Yeah. Get, get the den. Uh, mango tango, uh, chicken melt. Uh, one of the more, more wildly controversial reviews that we've had here on. Uh, <laughs> Bro, I don't know how that doesn't sell out. Like the spice in that, because you know we're by Coronado, we're by mm. AZ. So these freshmen here, they know how to get down. Yeah, and when I'm getting down on milk and juice. Uh-huh. I need the spice to kind of revive me. And that okay. got that little bit of kick. Okay. That sh- should be the all-time, like, post-debauchery food. I definitely okay. do feel like a lot of food in the union lacks a little spice. 
So I do really appreciate that aspect, Eric. Because me, I personally put sriracha or like any kind of hot sauce on anything. Um, so I really do appreciate the spice. Good, good. Well, and yeah. we appreciate your commentary. Yeah, well, yeah we really do. Uh, thank you, Callie, for joining us for Brody and Eric's fantastic food review, um, as always. Hey, thanks for buying. I'll be uh, here next uh, week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. No, Eric's <laughs> buying next week. Um, but anyways, we will move uh, right on. We'll, we'll, we'll get into uh, March Madness bracket talk. How about, how about that? Let's do that. Let's do that. Or, or should, we, should we go with the next segment? Let's go with the next segment. All right, Eric. Well... You know what that means. I've got holes. I've got holes. In different area codes. Area codes. This is Area Codes, the segment here on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show. We'll plow a little back-to-back segment action. Yeah, a little back-to-back segment action. Um... Where Eric and I each give uh, an area code of our choosing just to highlight a little sports blip, a little sports story, basically anything we want, um, and, you know, just highlight that uh, area code. So, uh, Eric, why don't you start us off? I will. Um, I'm going to shout out the 714. That is the area code for the Anaheim greater area, Anaheim uh, City in Orange County, just outside of L.A., home of the Anaheim Angels. They locked up, arguably, well, not, I don't even think arguably, to be honest. Uh-huh. They locked up the best player in baseball yep. of his generation, Mike Trout. He's only like 26, two-time MVP, and the other four years he's been in out of the seven seasons, he's finished second. This man potentially could have had six MVPs in seven seasons Yeah. at the age of 26. This man is a generational talent. He has been given the biggest contract in sports ever. Ever. 12 years, I believe $430 million, just about $35 million a year. It's a great move. There was a lot of controversy about him maybe leaving the Angels. They locked him up. He's there for life, and I personally love it. In a day and age where stars are moving around making super teams, and I am a fan of the Warriors, I'll admit that, it's so refreshing and nice to see. Thank you for admitting that. <laughs> you know, I it's mean, hard to. As a, I mean, it's, you know, hard, it's hard to. Hey, you know, strength in numbers and all that. But it is amazing to see a a legit star. um, And he's not even from California. He's from New Jersey and loves Philadelphia. Like, it would have been easy for him to go there, like back to New York or the Phillies where Bryce Harper is. But for him to be dedicated to this organization, truly, truly remarkable. They got 12 years. By no means are the Angels contenders now or even in the next two or three years. But they got a good farm system. Shohei's going to come back from that Tommy John surgery. And when they finally get rid of Albert Pujols and get some contract space from that atrocious contract, Mike Trout will get one in 12 years. Yeah. So love that for the Angels. Shout out to 714. Yeah. That, that, that was a great area code. Um, Eric and we might dive into some more MLB uh, later on in the show as well. Uh, but my area code... Uh, tonight is the 404. The 404 um, is in Atlanta, Georgia, which coincidentally, uh, the little theme song that we play for this uh, segment is by Ludacris, who's from um, Atlanta. Just a little tidbit Bro, I'm there. So, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Hot Atlanta. It's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah. good, good time. Good old Hot Atlanta. Um, but 404 is 
the area code also of Georgia State University. And all right, Georgia State University um, got a bid into the NCAA tournament after finishing first in the Sun Belt Conference. Oh, wow. Uh, much respect. Uh, for that, it's a very hard thing to do. Uh, but all I'm saying is Georgia State is my team this year, Eric. All right, Arizona didn't make it. Can't root for the Wildcats. Uh, but Georgia State is making it. Listen to this. All right. They, I'm ready. Georgia State is the 14 seed. They're facing yes. the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, baby. To start it off. That's a tough draw. That's a really tough draw. They're going to beat them. Oh, baby. They are, you know, you got to warn me before you do something like that to me. You know who they're going to uh, play next? Who they play likely? next? Kansas. Kansas. Also a very high seed. Yeah. And you you know who... Uh, who's winning that game? Who's going to win? Georgia State's going to win that oh game. Oh, my goodness. You did not. I did. And you know, Georgia State is going to make it all the way to the Final Four, eventually losing to Villanova. Um, that That's that's my hot take. And all, all I've got to say, Eric, do where are all my exes from? Where do where do they all live? Where do they where do they all live? I don't know. I'd say Upper Oro Valley, maybe. <laughs> maybe they all live in Texas. Ah, that all, okay, fair all, enough. All my exes live in Texas, like I'm George Strait, or they go to Georgia State, and that is who's gonna make the Final Four. That is, they're gonna be the Cinderella of this tournament. The Final Four. That take is so hot <laughs> that sand. Turns into glass instantaneously. <laughs> that take is so hot <laughs> that it makes Alpha Fees look boring. Oh my goodness. That's extreme. That hot. take is so hot <laughs> that the U of A palm line looks like okay. the U of A band next oh to Oh my him. goodness. Oh my goodness, Eric. That take is so okay, high. No, I think we need to stop there, Eric. <laughs> Brody, we need to, no, no, no. Okay. okay we're, like we're, Robbie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Compared to that take. Oh, we, are, we, are, we had to mute the mic there no, for a did. second from Eric. Are, are you okay, Eric? Because that's how hot that take was. Uh, that, that was it, I know it was a hot take, but um, in all serious, uh, Malik Ben-Levy. He's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna. That's gonna be a name you're gonna hear a lot of okay. as Georgia State uh, makes this run. Um, has, has had a great season uh, so far for them, um, and that's my area code, the 404, Georgia State. Um, and we're using this as a quick transition into the rest of our uh, March Madness talk. Uh, Eric and I have each filled out a bracket. Um, and we are going to go, go over it right now. So let, yes. uh, we'll, we'll go over a few uh, key matchups. Uh, start us off with some, uh, a topic, Eric. Okay, well, um, I'm having some technical difficulties. Okay. Do you want my, me to start a, a game? I, I just, li- yes, okay. please. I, just, okay. I literally have no idea how to find my bracket. Okay, well, well first of all, um, we the first round matchups, uh, Duke is, you know, they're going to play against a play-in team. Um, Virginia is also a, a number one seed again. Gonzaga is a number one seed. And North Carolina is a number one seed. They're playing Iona. We we saw the first ever 16 seed oh, upset. Yeah, I got my okay, we just saw the first ever 16 seed upset a number one seed last year. Eric, is that going to happen again this year? Uh, according to my bracket, it is not. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think initially early on my biggest upset is I have a 13 seed, St. Louis taking down 
Virginia Tech. Wow. The whole I I actually have that as well because Virginia Tech, I mean, good good program, good team. Little underwhelming. Literally the like I I feel like epitome of team that gets upset yeah. in the tournament. You know, not not outstanding, a little bit overrated. Um, so I actually have that take or that that game as well. I'm I'm curious on this matchup. Um, Eric, Wisconsin against Oregon. That's yes. the, the five on the 12. No, I will say, I picked Oregon. So did I. But, I mean, sorry, I picked Wisconsin. Oh, wow. But a lot of people, and I, and I, I'm, I really wish I could change this. Mm-hmm. I think Oregon. Okay. And actually, I might make another bracket because the more and more I think about it, Oregon is underrated. Mm-hmm. I think Dana Altman is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. And I think Wisconsin, you know, I just hate Wisconsin. Yeah. For what they they were doing to us back in the day. Yeah. Making T.J. McConnell cry. Yeah. Frick those guys. Yeah. So Oregon, and then I think that Oregon, most likely Kansas State matchup would be great. But I would not be surprised if Oregon made it to the Sweet 16 and was the last Pac-12 team standing. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I also have um, Oregon winning, and I actually – um, have them beating Kansas State to go to the Sweet 16 as well, eventually losing uh, to the good old Virginia Cavaliers. They are the Cavaliers, right? I believe so. Okay. Um, who knows? They're one of those teams where it's, you, you just call them Virginia. Um, another uh, matchup, Villanova against St. Mary's. A lot of people have Villanova falling in the first round uh, to St. Mary's. Villanova being the I sixth also seed. have that, St. Mary's being 11. You have that? I do. Okay, Eric, I have Villanova winning it all. What the heck? I think uh, Jay Wright is a great coach. But, hey, when it's not your year, it's not your year. Hey, they are a tournament team. All they right? are. They are. And I, I just I see something happening. That they play Purdue. The, Purdue's the three seed, yeah. uh, most likely, unless Old They're Dominion. a very overrated three seed. Exactly. So that's like a, a pretty um, easy path. Next, they'll they'll likely uh, face either like Cincinnati or Iowa. And I actually have Cincinnati upsetting Tennessee. Really? Because okay. I saw the, the SEC championship or semifinal uh-huh. where Tennessee lost, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, uh, see, I was so off-put by that. Uh, performance, Eric. I have them losing in the first oh, round. Jesus. They're the two seed um, getting upset I by, don't by think Colgate. Colgate. The, Colgate. They they're getting upset by a toothpaste company. Exactly. The the, the freshest team oh, uh, out there. I, I actually have them. And then um, Iowa against Colgate, Iowa winning and then eventually losing to uh, Vill- Villanova. Any matchups you're eyeing, Eric? Um, I actually have Buffalo making it to the Sweet 16, okay. beating either ASU or I believe that's St. John's. Okay. And then upsetting Texas Tech, okay. but then losing to Michigan in the Sweet 16. Because we all know Buffalo, they got that little, they like, they like to upset teams. They do, yeah. Those yeah. jerks. Even though they'd be the higher seed. Not they? against Texas Tech. Texas, oh, but, yeah. Texas Tech, the three seed. Okay. I, I see the Texas Tech at the three seed, I think, is also very overrated. I, I agree. I have uh, North Kentucky. Oh, uh, taking them down. You are I, you are really banking on a lot of see, these. See, I I well, I I think we're just hitting all like literally every single <laughs> one I happen to have yeah. because um I don't have many other upsets than the ones that we've oh, already touched. I did call. I called Yale over LSU because of all the controversy oh, with at LSU. LSU right now. I was like, that could happen. See, I have a I have a little tradition, a little um thing I always keep in mind when filling out uh, brackets. I only. Uh, pick the Ivy League team, and I always pick the Ivy League team if it's Harvard. 
But yeah. if it, it it's just like a like a a thing that a shtick that I have that I never pick Yale or I think they had Cornell in there one year. I only pick them if it's Harvard, and if Harvard's in, I will pick the win. Okay, um, so why don't we do our our final fours then? Okay, so yeah, let's do our final fours. And looking at it now, I kind of realize, you know what? Like when you do it on the phone, yeah. I feel like you don't realize as much who you're picking because mm-hmm. it's like zoomed in. Yeah. Oh, and I'd like to just give a quick shout-out to all our listeners out there. If anyone wants to uh, call in, uh, our number here at Camp Student Radio is 520-621-5806. Our question of the day is, who is your Cinderella pick for this year's uh, March Madness bracket? Or if you just want to disagree with us or uh, tell us to um, go jump in a hole or anything, Mm -hmm. call in here, 520-621-5806, and we'll put you on the air uh but anyways eric so because like sort of what i'm saying i i i have duke and i think they're gonna win it all okay um but i have duke michigan so duke coming out of the east michigan coming out of the west north carolina coming out of the midwest okay so kind of right in there those are two number ones michigan's the number two this is what i don't like because i did it on the phone mm-hmm. and looking at the holistically i'm gonna preface i actually think that um, Virginia or Cincinnati has a good shot, or Oregon even. Okay. Dan Altman recreating those three. But or, Oregon like, to the Final Four? Yeah. Wow. But I have Purdue in there. Okay. So I have Duke, Michigan, Purdue, North Carolina, but I'm not confident on that Purdue pick. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. I, <laughs> because I, I, I bounce some uh, first run. I have a, a wonky Final four, as you can imagine from my already um, pretty upset picks, um, Eric. But I, in the first matchup from the East and West, I have the 10th seed, Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, Rich Patino. Boy. Yep, I know, I know. I I, I just have a hunch. Honestly, not much other than a hunch. I I uh, have them losing first round. When I had the wonderful pleasure of staying in the – uh, glorious Luxor Resort in Las Vegas. Luxor? Uh, what did I say? Luxor. Whatever. Luxor, the, the Luxor. One, the one, the pyramid one yeah, with the, the big light. One. Yeah. Um, I was sitting there on my bed um, watching some ESPN classic at um, ungodly hours of the night, and there was this throwback game of like a 90s Minnesota Golden Gopher uh, you know, basketball game, and it was very entertaining. They played really well. They won. I don't know what the significance of the game was, uh, but I remember back to that when I was filling out my bracket, and I just have a hunch. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, along with that um, controversy to start it off against Louisville, or not controversy, but, um, you know, the whole sh- stuff, uh, the Patino versus Patino or former um, Patino team with Louisville. Minnesota's making it. They're going to play Michigan. That's our only common team um, in the final uh, yeah, four. because the one seed from the West is Gonzaga. Yeah. As much as I love Mark Few and Rui Hachimura is my guy, mm-hmm. I think you do see when you play in a weaker conference, even though you're still a one seed, yeah, it doesn't always pan out for you. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Mich- Michigan, great team. Did you want to? Well, I just wanted to mention, because uh, we're on the West right now, yeah. I actually have Gonzaga losing. They don't even make it to the Sweet 16. This wow, the round of 32. Yep, because – Jim Beheim with that whole controversy. Wow. I think his players are going to rally behind him. He's retiring, I think, either next year or he's soon. Okay. So I think his players are like, let's get this. And yeah. like, uh, Syracuse, like, you know, they're always finessing. Yeah. And then the other one is Murray State. Okay. I have them 
beating Marquette, then losing to Florida State, and that's only because I want to see more of this hot prospect projected to possibly go two or three, Ja Morant. You know about this kid? I don't. Oh, man, he's projected to go two after Zion. Depending on how the draft order falls, Uh if the Suns get the second pick, he's projected to go there. He's a great point point guard project. He's like a mix between Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook. Oh, my goodness. He's got crazy bounce, crazy athleticism, uh, but insane court vision. Not the best shooter, but he's been lighting it up. So he's projected to go number two. Okay, So he, like, clawed Murray State, you know. Yeah. Got them. He's he's literally the team. Okay. So I just want to see him. So that's like my only other. I I, I honestly take. love those teams in the tournament where it's just like they have the guy. Uh, like like you know, Oklahoma with Trey Young last year. Yeah, exactly. And I I feel like um, Arizona when they get in the tournament often play um, against those types of teams where it's like they they have that one guy that's. Um, you know, expected to be drafted and whatever, but he's a like a pretty crappy school and stuff. But I, I love those types of teams. Yeah. I'll, I'll be rooting for them now. They, uh, I remember that, uh, and you know, Ohio State isn't a crappy team, but when D'Angelo Russell, yeah, was playing and we beat them, uh-huh. but like I was saying, I was like, oh, this guy, this guy will be a good pro, mm-hmm. and you know, he's become an all star. Yeah, no, yeah. Shout out to D'Angelo Russell. I'm, I'm yeah. so, I'm glad for, I'm so glad. Yeah, for people him. thought he was trash. Yeah, like Lakers fans are. Doo doo, honestly, because they 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 They're suck. Like, yeah, Lonzo over D'Angelo, and you know Lonzo still has time, but at least an injury. Yeah, like D'Angelo's a third year player and is an all star. Yeah, like him, like he would have been great with LeBron, I think. Yeah, like he literally would have been fantastic. But who knows if he would have came out of the shell um, if he didn't move on? Anyways, uh, down to my other matchup in the final four. I obviously have Villanova winning the whole shebang. And I I already uh, revealed my other one with my area code, Georgia State. <laughs> Georgia State's the Cinderella. Bro. <laughs> but As... the, the thing is, the thing is, it never works. Like, no one ever has a, a, a true bracket. Yeah. So, I, like, who knows? So, why be serious about it? I, well, no, I'm being serious, and I, I'm just being very um, hopeful. Now, let me ask you, if all your teams got into the Final Four, yeah. do you think that would be a high ratings Final Four or a low? Because I feel like some people, like, all the major schools and the big-time fans, yeah. They might not tune in, the, or all the college basketball because this is like unprecedented. Yeah. All these double digit seeds. Yeah, I get like what it was, was only two double digit seeds. Well, and then think. but like uh, the, I I'd the say Golden Gophers are like ten. Yeah, I I'd say the Georgia Georgia State if they actually make it to the Final Four, they'll have the same effect that was a Florida Coast. Uh, Florida Georgia, Gulf Coast or like Florida Gulf VCU. Coast. Yeah, it's like when they everyone loves that. Every everyone's yeah, or like when Wichita State exactly. The soccer, yeah, uh, uh, people love a Cinderella story. So I'd say I'd argue that maybe even higher ratings because people are like, oh, this Georgia State yeah. who has never probably been to the Final Four or whatever. They're making this rally. They're there. I, I say the ratings um, don't go down by any means. Basketball fans will love it. Um, outside fans will love it. Um, Minnesota against Michigan. I don't know about that game, but uh, that was just kind of a uh, toss in the hook out there. Seeing uh, if what it, you catch. yeah, seeing if I I caught it. So that yeah, that's yeah. my final four. Uh, but the ever important question. Uh, as we sort of close up. Oh, my goodness. Speak, looks, of the devil. speak of the devil. We've got um, a caller here on uh, 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Hello, hello. Who is this? Hi, this is uh, Amanda. Oh, hi, Amanda. How are you? 
I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so, I'm also doing great. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you so much for uh, calling into the show. Uh, what do you have for us? Um, I saw something about Cinderella, but I know nothing about the March Madness tournament. So maybe we can talk about the animated Disney film Cinderella. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I think you wait, Amanda. I think you broke uh, up yeah. a, a little at the end there. Could you repeat what you said? Oh no! Just to repeat the whole thing. I feel like I spoke for a long Just time. about the Cinderella. Um, yeah. Just uh, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, when you ask who's your Cinderella pick for this year's March Madness bracket, but to be honest, I haven't looked at the bracket oh, okay. because Arizona didn't make it. Uh, so I was like, maybe we can talk about. Disney animated film. Oh, Cinderella. Disney. Oh, my favorite princess. I love this. I, great, great topic, Amanda. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, I, yeah, Eric will start us off. Uh, uh, just because I am a proud Asian American, <laughs> Mulan is my girl, and I'm riding with respect. her. Uh, respect. Respect. I, I love it. That, that's a great pick. Amanda, why don't you go next? My favorite Disney princess is probably Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Classic. Classic. A timeless um, classic. She's just so fun and, like, booksy and, like, nerdy in, like, a fun way. Yeah. But also, like, courageous because she's, like, willing to fight a beast to, like, save her dad. So, like, that's super cool. Oh, heck yeah. That's... She's a boss. She's a boss. <laughs> she's a boss fish. <laughs> a boss fish. Um, I would – see, I – I'm I'm in between. Okay, this is a, a bad question. I was a, a big Disney movie person, not big into the princess movies. Was Pocahontas – uh, yeah, that's a princess. She's a princess. I, I, I'd call her. Yeah, I, I'd go either Pocahontas or Ariel, uh, mm. the the Little Mermaid. Um, would she be considered a princess yeah, or well, just a character? Well, no, Ariel is yeah. Or is any woman a I character think, think, in, the, so. in Disney movies uh, considered a princess? I think so. Or they all, they're, they're all so. queens, we know that. They're uh, all queens. Um, well, th- <laughs> thank you so much uh, for calling in with that topic, Amanda. We really appreciate it. Uh, is there anything <laughs> oh, else you want to okay. Is there anything else you want to say to the people out there? Um, I just hope you all have a great day and are enjoying listening to Birdie and Eric's great. Oh, thank you so much, Amanda. We really appreciate it. Um, calling in uh, a buzzer beater there as we uh, close really out was. here. But I think as we finish really quick, who's your winner, Brody? Right now, like, wh- who is your winner in this in the, oh, Villanova? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what was the score though? I apologize. Oh, the score. I think I put sixty-nine to sixty-eight. <laughs> You're a legend. Yeah, I know. You're a legend. I, I have Duke winning just because Zion is a, a, a god amongst men. I actually have a, a, a round four matchup. Okay. Of Duke versus North Carolina, all the matchups have been great. I think with Zion on the court is too much, and Duke wins ninety six eighty seven. Wow, there we go. And that's the news. That, that's the news. Um, that's a pretty high scoring. But I guess at that point I mean, in the Zion's tournament, dropping thirty, yeah. RJ's dropping twenty five. You know, yeah. I forget when I even have Duke uh, losing. But anyways, uh, to wrap things up, we'll go with our on this day in sports history. So, on this day, March nineteenth. In 1995, Michael Jordan, the GOAT, a legend, a living legend, Air Jordan himself rejoined the Bulls after a 17-month hiatus. And uh, Dang, back in the, wait, on this day? On this day. Charles Barkley's probably somewhere in a bar just, like, drinking his sorrows yeah, away right now. Honestly. And who else? Like, Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller, like, every player yeah. that Jordan prevented in that six-year stretch yeah. is probably just collectively at some sports bar just be like, yeah. Damn. Hakeem Olajuwon couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he really couldn't. He, he couldn't care 
less. Um, but yeah, he rejoined the Bulls, beat the Pacers in his first game back um, tonight. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's on this day um, in sports history. Eric, why don't you close us out? I will. Wildcats, we're so happy. You know, we're closing down. We're winding down. Uh, stay on your grind. Finals are almost here. Summer break, and we all got big plans coming in the summer. Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show is just loving every single minute of being on this fantastic uh, organization, organized program. And uh, no matter what, camp stands the test of time and will always be here. So powerful, powerful buzzwords, <laughs> confident, <laughs> strong. <laughs> How hot is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week, same time, Tuesdays, 6 to 7, on Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show.